Hello and welcome to Yarns Tales. This is a place to promote emotional connection for families and children through the stories that are told and written, because empowering them empowers you. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode, another podcast, another behind the stories, which I'm very excited for. Our last behind the stories was a little bit heavier, and I want to tell you thank you so much for allowing me this space to talk about the pain and the struggle I was having with my miscarriage. As I said in that last episode, I'm doing much better now. There are still moments where I feel a little sad, but I think that comes with any sense or any loss that we've ever experienced. So today's episode will be a much lighter, a much happier, and a much brighter episode. And I just want to again thank you for giving me that space to open up and be vulnerable with you. I was very scared, but the response that I got from that episode and the love I received, oh my goodness, I cannot begin to tell you how much that means to me. When I tell you that I am so grateful for this podcast, I mean it beyond and with all my heart. So thank you. Today's Behind the Stories, we're going to dive into why the bats hang down. So this story was about Barney, and he wanted to befriend the children in his community. However, because he was a bat, the kids in the area and in the village were scared of him because they thought or they were were reminded of Dracula. And so Barney gets a lot of courage. He goes, talks to Count Dracula, and he comes up with a solution. So that way the villagers' children can be friends with them. So that is the story we're focusing, and that is the story we're talking about. There are two things I want to cover. One, why bats? And two why befriending other people and why courage? So maybe three, I guess. So why bats? Let's just start with the bats. When I was in fourth grade, I had a teacher and this teacher loved bats. She loved everything about them. And I remember being in her classroom and we learned all about bats. We saw bats we saw pictures of bats, and she just was basically batty about bats. And not only was my fourth grade teacher batty about bats, but in my fourth grade class, I shared that class with one of my best friends in the entire world. And I am lucky enough to say that one of my best friends, one of my go-to persons, is my cousin. Now this cousin and I, we are so close. He was born Three weeks after me, we lived three minutes apart. We basically saw each other every day, every weekend. We were with each other. We were inseparable. So not only did I have a teacher that was batty about bats, but in this classroom, I also was in this classroom with my best friend, my cousin. And we have laughed over the years about things we remember, about lessons and it's just been such a fun memory to hold and to have about bats and this teacher and so when I was brainstorming with my son certain characters for this story I told him about this teacher and I said well me and your uncle we had such fun in this class she would talk about bats we drew bats we learned about bats I think we even held a bat 
it was just so fun. So I was telling my son this and immediately he's like, mom, stop. The story needs to be about bats. And so that was such a fun little moment I had. And I really loved that I could bring this memory from my childhood into this story. My memories of my childhood are so wonderful because of my cousin. And I am so grateful that he has been my friend, has stayed my friend, and that we are still as close as we were back then. Now, onto the second part of why courage? Why was it so important for Barney to go talk to Count Dracula and change something so he could be friends with the villagers? Why? Why was that part of the plot? In my elementary life, sadly, me and my cousin, we had each other and a few other friends, which I still adore, but mainly me and my cousin were bullied a lot. We were made fun of. We were the nerds. We were the losers. We were we were just the weirdos, and we sadly were treated like it, and it wasn't a positive that part wasn't positive. And I remember the feeling of seeing these people, seeing the people that would make fun of me and my cousin and just wish so badly, man, I wish I could be their friend. Like, I'm not that weird. I'm not that strange. Like, just get to know me. And I had that yearning and that desire of wanting to be friends. And I remember learning that courage when I grew up that I could have the courage to make friends and that I wasn't always going to be this bullied little girl that I was in elementary school with my cousin. And so the plot of courage really rings true with my my past. I wanted to be friends. Sadly, they didn't want to be my friends at the time, but then when I grew up and in middle school, I learned to have the courage to make friends, have the courage to put myself out there, have the courage to open up and not be defined by, oh, I'm just the weirdo, I'm just the nerd, and to allow those labels to actually define me into being something awesome. And that taught me how to make incredible friends, friends that I still have today, friends that I love and adore. And I think if I hadn't had those experiences of bullying when I was younger, I don't think I would have learned the courage to make friends when I was older. Because that desire of having friends was so strong in me, because of my past, I was able to take those labels, to take those things that made me different, and transform myself into a person that felt confident, into a person that, yeah, I may be a little different, but I have friends and I know who my friends are. That is why this story is so powerful to me, because it shows a part of my past where I had to learn courage. And then on another flip side of this coin of when Barney faces Dracula and he actually has to tell him, hey, something needs to be fixed, is learning the courage to stand up for myself and not to allow things that I have been labeled by in the past. So like, for example, Barney was labeled oh, you are like Dracula. Because you're like Dracula, I can't be your friend. I was labeled, oh, you're a nerd. You're a weirdo. I don't want to be friends with a weirdo or a nerd. 
So then Barney is sick of that label. He then goes and faces that label. He faces Dracula and says, hey, enough is enough. I want to change this. There's got to be a differentiation somewhere and somehow. And I feel like in my own life, I have experienced that too, where it said, hey, yeah, look, I might have been labeled as a weirdo. I might have been labeled as a nerd. I might have been labeled as X, Y, and Z. But hey, let's step back a minute. That's not who I am. And why don't you take a minute and differentiate and see me? And so that is the power behind why the bats hang down. That is behind the story. And then I wanted to spike the conversation of courage to my son because it takes courage to stand up for yourself but it also takes courage to stand up for others and I know it would have made a world of difference when I was younger if one key person would have stood up for me and said hey let's not treat them like this Honestly, we survived and we're okay. And I think everybody has those experiences when they were bullied or they were treated rudely or they were labeled as something that they weren't. And having someone stand up for an incorrect label is powerful. And you need to have the courage to do it. But then sometimes no one's going to stand up for you and you need to have the courage to stand up for yourself and say, hey, that is not my label. I want to fix this because this is what I want. And that is power. And that is how we can be an advocate for ourselves. And that is what I am trying to teach my son. And so it's in these little examples in Why the Bats Hang Down that I felt I could teach this lesson of courage, courage to make new friends, courage to say, hey, I am not okay with this. I need a change so I can be okay with this. And then the courage to fight a label that you don't like. And I hope one day, as my son gets older, he will learn that. And it takes practice. It takes discussion. But this is the reason of my podcast, is to start those mini minor discussions to put in little little pennies of purpose and allow your child to think on those pennies and then those pennies become more and more into a emotional wealth and those pennies are no longer pennies, they're dimes and then they're quarters and then they're dollars and if my son can become an adult with a million dollars worth of emotional knowledge then I think he'd be better off. And so that is the behind the stories of why the bats hang down. I just went on an 11 minute soapbox. So I am so sorry. So hopefully you got a pennies of purpose from my thoughts and understand the reasoning behind why the bats hang down. Now on to the fun part. We are approaching December rather quickly. And I made a goal that I would release the 12 days of Christmas. I am working so hard so I can do that. So hopefully every even day, so on December 2nd, December 4th, December 6th, and so on, there will be a Christmas story or something from our podcast about Christmas. I hope you can look forward to those. Always remember, oh, 
This is actually huge. I'm doing a giveaway right now. This is a gift to you guys as my listeners to thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of Yarns Tells and thank you. My giveaway is over on my Instagram page at Yarns Tells. So find me at Yarns Tells and it is pretty easy to enter. You get five gift cards. You get a $15 gift card to Cheesecake Factory, a $15 gift card to Target, a $10 gift card to Amazon, a $5 gift card to Starbucks, and a $5 gift card to Crumble. That's $50 worth in, in gift cards. So go check that out. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to start the 12 days of Christmas. Happy holidays, and I'll tell y'all later. Bye, everyone.